This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome back to Valley Watch. It's a nice, crisp, early Sunday morning in Phoenix and we're happy you're joining us. I'm also very happy to have a new guest on the show, Captain Krina, uh, not ranking, God, I already screwed it up, Denning, Captain Denning. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, I'm good, how are you? <laughs> good. Um, I just want to say happy National Immunization Awareness Month and it is a very exciting time to have you on the show. You do incredible work for Phoenix Fire's immunization program. Can you just kind of give us a little bit of background of you know what you do? and how long you've been with Phoenix Fire? So I have been with Phoenix Fire uh, 15 years now, and I started running the vaccination program about a year ago. And ultimately what we do is we offer all kinds of immunizations for children. We follow the CDC schedule, so we carry the entire childhood immunization schedule of vaccinations. Um, And then in the fall, we usually get an allotment of adult vaccinations as well, including flu for both children and adults. Um, And the adult schedule, it varies Mm -hmm. depending on the vaccinations you may or may not have received as children and and all the kinds of things like that. So we carry a smaller amount of those, but we certainly currently we have tetanus, hepatitis B, hepatitis A, Mm -hmm. pneumonia. Hopefully in the fall we get some shingles vaccines, things like that. We ultimately target the underinsured and uninsured populations um, through different health fairs, through different school events, back to school events. We've been very busy this month with all that. Yeah. Different different events that around the Valley. You can find us um, if you Google Phoenix Fire Baby Shots. There's a calendar, and it's mm-hmm. updated all the time as different events come out. We just had one yesterday at Clarendon Elementary School. Our next one currently is scheduled on the 23rd of September at the Cesar Chavez Community Center down in South Phoenix. Um, we'd be happy to see anybody there if they need immunizations. It's incredible to see all the different, I mean, especially on this show, we have such a, like, a of guests that talk about, you know, different sections of the department and, you know, the proactive measures that Phoenix Fire does. You know, people see the fire trucks rolling down the road. They see, you know, a call comes in, the lights go on and they and the firefighters roll down the street. But there's all these proactive measures and resources available to the community that are just, you know, as I just said, proactive in, in nature. And so when you look at this immunizations program, you know, you're you're offering these things that could potentially, you know, prevent these folks or, or someone having to be hospitalized. And so it, it's helping the EMS program. It's helping, you know, firefighters out on the street. But in, in our grand scheme, we want to connect with the community. So when you're at the, these baby shop programs or the, these fairs, what what's that like seeing those folks? You know, every event is different, um, but it's it's a really amazing way to connect with the community in a different way than I ever have in my career before. The first 14 years of my career were spent on a fire truck and responding to people in crisis. And this opportunity allows me to meet the public in a much different way and a much less urgent environment. So they are happier for lack of a better term. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're less true. they're, they're, they're yeah. not in crisis mode mm-hmm. um and and certainly they're usually seeking out our services because they need them yeah they they might lack the 
standard medical care that mm-hmm. most people think of for different reasons. It could be transportation. It could be different insurances have different barriers that don't allow for the vaccinations and all kinds of things. And so they're happy to see us. Their kids might not be so happy to see us, but mm-hmm. certainly the parents are. Yeah. And they're excited that we offer this because it allows them to, again, get mm-hmm. get vaccinations that are fully preventable diseases through these immunizations. Um And so they're, like I said, they're happy to see us. Mm -hmm. They're usually very good turnouts. We were just at uh, Choya Middle School back in the beginning of August, and we gave 300 vaccinations to different students that attend the Washington Elementary School District that needed to be caught up. Traditionally, at the school events, we see kindergartners and sixth graders. Oftentimes, children, babies and things are usually pretty well vaccinated on the schedule through their PCP or their pediatricians. But then ultimately, there's a window from four to six where they may or may not be going to their wellness checks and they need vaccinations to get into school. The next set of vaccinations they need after their four to six year range vaccines are 11 years old. And so, again, Mm -hmm. you may or may not see the pediatrician all the time. You may just kind of forget about it. But all of a sudden, these 11 year olds come along and the schools are saying, hey, we need your vaccination records. And so that's what we offer. Gotcha. So we'll see a lot of that age group. Mm -hmm four to six, and then 11-year-olds. Um, but like I said, they're usually happy to see us. Like I said, the kids maybe not so much. Yeah. But, the, but the parents are certainly excited about the services we offer. And for me, it's a nice change to to see people in a happier place in their life. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we talk about it a lot. And it's more often than not, when you're calling 911, you're probably having one of the worst days of your life. So we, as the Phoenix Fire Department, to have those community events that we get to partner with them. And, you know, the kids love to climb on the fire truck and see those things and be in that environment where they know that they're in a safe place, whether it is a it's a bad day or it's a good day. Mm-hmm. And so looking at those events, um, you know, us in public affairs, we love connecting with the community. And we also know we with that, there's a lot of community stakeholders and shareholders and partnering with those folks. I can imagine that over in EMS and especially with the vaccination program, you've got a lot of community partners. Can you talk about what those fairs and stuff look like with them? So it all depends on who the partner is at the mm-hmm. time. Or the school. Um, or, or the school. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one of our big partners is United Healthcare. They always have a big back-to-school event in July at Isaac Middle School. And that event this year attracted about 2,000 people. And it wasn't just vaccinations that they were offering. They were offering dental screenings. They were offering haircuts, backpacks, different food box options, you know, to offer to the community Mm -hmm. that may be in need of some of these things. Or, again, maybe they were just seeking out our services. So it just kind of depends. Um, Going into the fall, Certainly we get very busy in the fall because of flu season. We have a couple. There's there's two specific ones on the 28th and then subsequently the 29th of October, a couple days before Halloween. So there might be a Halloween flair yeah. to it. Um, there's different services that are at these health fairs that aren't necessarily offered by the fire department. But again, mm. they're targeting the same populations. Absolutely. Um, so again, they're offering Chicanos por la Casa mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. They're they're oftentimes at these health fairs to help with housing. Mm -hmm. Haircuts are a big one. Yeah, For whatever reason, different organizations will come to offer haircuts, 
free haircuts and things, mm-hmm. dental screenings. Um, Native Health is oftentimes there to just do general medical checks for diabetes. Sometimes they do HIV testing. And then there's other ones that are more resource fairs that are probably more fun for kids to be at. They have, you know, the DJ and the snow cones yeah. and the hot dogs and things mm-hmm. like that. And then again, they have those same services. So it just kind of depends. The ones at the school, the one that we just did yesterday mm-hmm. and the one that we did back early in August at Choya Middle School, they're oftentimes just kind of school-based. They are open to the public. You're Getting more than welcome to come to yeah. us. But they're usually just coming for the vaccinations. And so they're not quite as fun mm. and entertaining as yeah. some of the other health fairs can be, but certainly they're getting a viable, you know, service that is needed for them. So, no, that is incredible. And it really goes to show that there is, you know, it's, it's multi-approach, you know, obviously we want to, as the vaccination program, you want to get the vaccines to those that need them. But at the same time, you know, being able to engage with the community partners, have wraparound services and resources, but also, you know, the Phoenix Fire Department prides, we, we pride ourselves in being data driven, you know, going where the resources are needed. So as you talked about certain demographics that might be underinsured or uninsured. And then at the same time, you know, being able to provide, you know, those free haircuts and free dental screenings to folks that need it right before they send their kids back to school. And at the same time, having Chicanas por la Casa there so they have a Spanish speaker if necessary, you know, and um, that that's our goal is to be able to prevent these emergencies or any type of care before it's even needed. And so, um, you know, as we I guess wrap up. I can't even believe that August is almost over, which is insane to think about. As we wrap up National Immunization Awareness Month, you know, what are some maybe misinterpreted things that you hear uh, as someone that runs this program or maybe some, you know, tips and tricks for folks listening? I know that's a loaded question. <laughs> that That is a loaded question. Or just where, you know, how people, I, I, all of this is on phoenix.gov forward slash fire, obviously. But anything that you would want the listeners to know about this program. So I, it, it used to be branded as the Baby Shots program. It kind of now has turned into the vaccination program. So just understand Baby Shots or vaccination program, they're interchangeable. Um, but we all we offer more than just vaccinations to just babies. We carry the entire CDC schedule. So from birth all the way through 19 years old, which includes your 16 year olds and your college students, which are going off to college mm-hmm. to get meningitis B vaccines specifically. That is one that I don't go through that often um, just because, again, we don't see a lot of 16-year-olds, but these kids are starting to go off to school. They're going off to college. Meningitis B can be very dangerous to them. And it oftentimes is transmitted through things like sharing drinks Mm. and all the things that we all did in high school and college. Mm. So it's just something to think about. So we offer the entire CDC schedule. Again, in the fall, we usually have an allotment of adult vaccines. Vaccinations. We always get adult flu vaccines as well as other ones, shingles, pneumonia, hepatitis A, hepatitis B. If we don't have those specific vaccines that you're looking for, the the my my recommendation and where I tr- traditionally send people is to the Maricopa County mm-hmm. resources. Yeah, um, they have a couple brick and mortar locations. They have one at 16th Street in Roosevelt that has an immunization clinic there. There's one out in Mesa. I don't know the specific cross streets. Mm-hmm. And then there's one in the West Valley as okay. well. So if we don't have what they're seeking out, 
and your pediatrician or you mm. don't have a primary care provider or anything like that, I would always recommend them to go to Maricopa County's immunization centers to get their services there. Um, but again, we carry everything all the time. If we run out, that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it's a good problem. A to bad have. problem yeah. because then some kids are going unvaccinated in that specific moment. Yeah. But um, we will have more, and you can Connect always find us. Yep, absolutely. Place. Yeah. And again, you can always find our calendar if you just Google baby shots with Phoenix Gov um, or Phoenix Fire. You mm. can find that. And yeah, I mean, come on out. Like I said, we'll be there at Caesar Chavez Community Center on the 23rd of September. Perfect. And then in late October and early November, there's a whole bunch that go on then, too. Well, I mean, and we keep saying fall, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe fall's right around the corner. So, like, come that time when you guys are getting all those seasonal vaccines and we know flu season, you can guarantee you'll be back on the show. We'll talk about it and plug people to those resources. Perfect. And the, the last thing, I know we only have a little bit of time. The RSV vaccine has mm-hmm. been approved for adults that are 60 and over and what? has been approved for children. I have not yet seen the order profile for the fall for mm. the v- for the VFC and VFA programs, but I suspect we will be carrying RSV vaccines. Well, so if you need them, yeah. happily seek them out. Excellent. Um, or like I said, go to the county. Yeah, form, no, but... what a great way to end it because it's like, what a teaser. We've got more resources for you. I had RSV as a baby, so I know that that's very serious and we want to connect all those new parents to the resources they need and the old folks as well. Yep. So <laughs> elders. We love you. We respect you. Thank you for listening on this highly esteemed program. Our friends at Bonneville Broadcasting, we we thank you for this time. And everyone that's listening, have a safe and happy Sunday.